And I had to be courageous enough to really completely take some steps in a, in a direction that was so unexpected and so not societal norm. You're listening to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, a podcast where I have conversations with inspirational people. My name is Chris, but my family calls me Christoph. My goal is to have as many conversations as possible with people who have forged their own path by pursuing their dreams, making them a reality, all the while emitting positivity and sharing this knowledge with others. I seek these people out and share this information with you, proving to the world that you can do what makes you happy and do what you want for a living while being a good human being. We'll talk about careers, but we'll also cover any story that inspires. Let's do this while helping each other. Thanks for listening. I'm happy you're here. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. This is conversation number 138, episode number 232. Thank you so much for being here. I always say it. I always mean it. I am so appreciative of your time, and I don't take it for granted. And you know what? Uh... This is another great, great podcast, and the reasons for this are is its uniqueness. I've said the word uniqueness before on many a podcast before, and every single time I mean it, I don't say these words lightly. Stephanie Martin is my guest today, and she went from employer, from a job that she thought that she should be doing, because many people in her life thought that she should be doing this. So she went to college for it, she got debt, and she didn't like her job, and then she had enough self-reflection enough courage to identify that she didn't like it and actually do something about it and then she was an entrepreneur for seven years and we're going to get into her emotions about how she was able to identify that she didn't like it and then have that courage and then most recently after seven years she doesn't want to be an entrepreneur anymore and she moved back into being an employee so i wanted to ask about the emotions through all of this because we have these conversations daily with ourselves sometimes and sometimes we aren't truthful enough with ourselves about those emotions we don't stop and think about how we actually feel and what we actually like in our lives and are we doing that and if we are not doing that and if we don't like those things why aren't we making moves to do that to do the thing that we love so talked about this and a whole slew of other things and remember you can find this podcast all the other conversations and the contemplations on christophlewis.com forward slash podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps head over to youtube subscribe there that'd be super helpful all the conversations the ones with the guests this one is on video and all the conversations and the contemplations are always on audio and share with a friend that would be a great way to help this podcast out I would really appreciate that. I know that friend would really appreciate that. And remember, you can find me on Instagram at Christoph Lewis. And without further ado, welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. I am excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. I'm always excited to be here. It never is something that I take for granted and never something I'm not excited for, even when I'm coming into here not in a really great mood. And sometimes, you know, we were talking about it being kind of tough for me last week but I'm doing better. You asked like, how am I? I'm doing a lot better. And it's because I get to have these awesome conversations with these awesome people that share their stories with us. And I'm very excited to talk to you about your story. We talked on the phone for a little while, obviously like, oh gosh, a couple weeks, months ago, maybe even at this point. But I was very intrigued from what you're doing. And then obviously 
what you're gonna like the things that are still unfolding of which is your life so i'd love to get into that but before we get too far into the weeds right now i'd love to hear more about who you are yeah absolutely so as you were saying the uh path to success or really any thing that's fulfilling and meaningful in life is not a clean linear ascent by any means and that's really been my journey. My journey has been really messy, full of unexpected twists and turns and setbacks and, and things I would have never imagined. But all of it working out really for my good. I guess I've learned to have a really positive perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think attitude is a really big, big thing in how we perceive what happens to or for us in life. Um, so I started off as a social worker. I entered into that career because th- that really was something people had suggested I would get into. Mm-hmm. I followed the the path society lays out for you about having yeah. a successful life, which is to get your degree, get your job, and live happily ever after. And... After I got my degree and got my job, I was not living happily ever after. I was in a in a career that um, surprised me at the reality of what the work entailed, and it wasn't at all what I imagined or expected, and it really kind of freaked me out because I was so sure that I would love this job because so many people that I would be yeah. really great in this kind of work yeah. and all of those personality assessments that you take in those career prepping courses you take in school all kept pointing to this this path that, that I would be really good in, in in counseling or social work. Sure. So when I found out that I honestly really didn't love the industry I just had no idea what I was going to do. Yeah, that's a scary place to be. Um, it is, it is. And I had to do a lot of soul searching and really like introspection and reflection. And I was pretty young at that time too, to make sure I wasn't being this entitled millennial mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> that everyone said millennials were and um, being ungrateful and all of the stuff. But it, it really was that something more was out there for me and I had to be courageous enough to really completely take some steps in a, in a direction that was so unexpected and so not societal norm. Mm-hmm. Like it was not the norm then. Um, it's becoming more, more popular now, which is the path of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sure. Um, and we're, you know, it's kind of a, it's a hot topic now. Everyone kind of seems to want to build their own business and build their own brand, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing because sure. we are afforded that opportunity through social media and online, having a pretty low barrier to entry with that, which is fascinating. I started seven years ago building this business as a coach, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what coaching was. And I denied claiming the title life coach <laughs> because I didn't think that was real or serious sure. or legit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> all the times have changed. Was, yeah. 
it, it was, and I took it very, very seriously and got certified it and, and really built that up. Um, and I've owned my own business for seven years. Wow. Have been on my own since 2014. And recently I've pivoted again because the path to fulfilling work is something um, that I say it works for you until it doesn't. Sure. Okay. I There were some things that started burning me out with own your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I had to do the work that I coach my clients through for myself funny. Yeah. in order to identify, okay, now what's going to be next for me? Sure. Um, I never thought I would stop doing this. I would never I would ever not want to do it anymore. And yeah. when I started seeing signs of it may be time to really look at this seriously, um, to change. Uh, you know, I avoided it because change is hard for everybody. Yeah. And um, you know, especially when you pour everybody has the same thing, right? Whether you get a degree and spend tons of money building a career path in that or you build a business, or, you know, everyone's afraid mm-hmm. to let go mm-hmm. of what they worked so hard to build when it no longer works for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so terrified of, like, the pivot or the change true. and letting go. I've seen that over and over again, and thankfully I know how to pivot and change and let go, even though it's not easy for me at all. It's not any easier for me than anybody else out there. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, so it's, it's harder to... it's harder on me than it is for my well, clients. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I've had plenty of my own moments in my own life where I go, well, what would I tell somebody else? And I start walking myself through the process of exactly what I would tell this person. And I'm just like, that, oh, this is what it sounds like. It's going to be so hard to do these things. Or I, or I think it's going to be harder to do them in my own head. But then I just... I, and recently, it goes back to, like, what we were talking about off camera, like... The reason I feel better than I did the last one or two weeks is because I have this exact conversation that you're talking and sharing with us about talking to myself and actually taking actionable steps forward after identifying what my own issue was. And it was was a lot more difficult than talking somebody else through it. So it's cool that you're able to do that for so long for other people for seven years, which is really impressive and i know it's it, like you said it's really been able to, or it's really has been picking up lately this this storm of coaches of, of whatever it is and it is it is good and bad one there is some saturation and you're like well who do i believe who is legitimate who can actually help me but at the same time i think that's the natural curve of the way our technology in the world is going that that's just gonna happen and it's cool that you've been able to be doing that for so long. So I think that's really interesting. Um, and if I could go back even further about what I find really interesting is your pivot outside of your initial career, realizing within yourself that this isn't at all what I wanted to do. I was listening to other people. And it's so funny, like how many times do we have like stories like this where we th- we're, we're just like, People are one after another. You should do this. You'd be great for this. And like, they don't know really. I mean, cause they see you from the outside, but only you know you as, I mean, you really know you. So you, it's hard to, again, listen to your own advice and it's easier to listen to other people's advice. 
but I love that you're able to do that. I am curious though, as I said, I go back, like you're listening to people and they said you'd be great, but how is that soul searching process for you? Like, how did you gain the courage to break out of what you were doing and what everybody thought you were so perfect for? I mean, were you worried about what other people were thinking about you? Were they like, hey, Stephanie, you're crazy for leaving this career? Like, walk us through some of that and those feelings uh, and just the... it can be tough. You know, I want to hear more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, you know, I think it was part of my personality and wiring is both a huge strength of mine as well as one of my biggest weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> and that is I can be a very stubborn person. That's the weakness. Or relentlessly determined. That's the positive. Mm, sure. <laughs> um so I've been a, a pretty strong-willed person my, I mean, my whole life. I mean, my parents let me know how strong-willed I was as a child. <laughs> um, so with that comes this incredible determination and resilience to go after whatever you want. And nobody's going to tell me no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that was my, that is an advantage I believe I did have because that's just how I am, mm-hmm. personality and wiring. Um, that doesn't mean that I did not have pushback and some people thinking I was absolutely out of my mind, um, people doubting and questioning if I had the good, right motives mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe you should pick a more conservative plan here um you have you really thought this through they thought it was reckless um so absolutely i had plenty of people challenging and pushing back i just didn't let it stop me (laughs) so um with that um you know but i also had incredibly supportive people mm, okay. um so i also i believe in the, in the power of mindset and belief it's huge and i think because i had so much belief that this is going to be successful in some way shape or form um that i think my mind only kind of seemed to lock in on those that supported it Mm-hmm. And mm, really just dismiss those that didn't. That's awesome. Um, so I think my mind tends to skew what the real picture is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's probably a lot more negative things that yeah. I probably remember and realize, but I just lock in on mm-hmm. the things that support it and kind of just shove aside the things that do not. Um, and that's worked quite well for me. It's a really interesting way to think about it. There's, gosh, there's people from all over the spectrum that are going to, and and if I could digress for one moment, I will say that at least in my life experience, that the people are saying that you shouldn't do it, or at least have you considered all of the options here. I think they mean well. They mean well on the surface. I just, again, this is my own personal opinion. I believe that when they're saying those things like that, there is a little bit of fear in of themselves that they would never do that because they're scared to pivot out of that themselves. So they're like, whoa, I would never do this. This is crazy to me. 
why are you doing that? So I think it's coming from a good place. And I think even further, some of those people are very close to us because they're scared to see harm befall us. And it can be hard to tune that out. So I say all of that because it's really cool to hear how you identified the differences in people, even though they are maybe all collectively supporting you, but identifying that these people are supporting me, but they're selling, they're telling me not to go this way. Yeah, they care, but let's listen to these people that really are understanding or more or better understanding my true intentions and why I'm doing this. And clearly you were able to uh, tune one party out and really grasp the other party and be able to do that for, you said, I think roughly six or seven years and, and do that. And I think that's really special. And I think that's a great thing to take away from this already is to be able to grasp on the people that help you grow and push you in the direction that you want. And I don't think, I think it's funny, like we can spin certain things, certain ways to make them feel negative or make them sound positive. But I don't think it's at all negative that you only grasp onto that and you kind of tuned it out. I think it's good to be obsessive and have tunnel vision on certain things and know when to apply it. It's not black and white, you know, it's not all the time like this, but this is sounding this is sounding like exactly what you have done and, and it allowed you to do this for so long. And I think it's fine that again, like here we are, you know, in our recent phone call, like it's totally fine that you want to pivot out of that again, but you're able to identify that, be true with yourself and keep on moving on. So I'd love to hear more about now where we are more in the present time and the things that are going through your thought, you, you know, your mind now. And I would love to know on a personal level, like what are some of the things that you're just, I'm done with, you know, I, I don't want to do it anymore. Like what are some of those feelings that are coming with not wanting to do what you have done? And then what are maybe one or two of the feelings of what you, what are the new things that you want in your life? Yeah. Well, I want to get back to that question. I want to share an interesting Absol point here. Please do. Um, the same type of, of questioning comes up. It came up for me, even with my desire to pivot out of entrepreneurship and back into employment, because realize for seven years, my close core network are all entrepreneurs. Mm, sure. So now I'm saturated in the world of entrepreneurship and leadership and business ownership. And now I'm talking and processing to all these people that love their freedom and flexibility and all these parts, all these things. And they thought I was crazy. So like, funny. What do you mean I'm you want to go back to... I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. So That's really funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really funny how it's like whatever world you kind of get yeah. saturated in, Gosh. people are like, how they know you they're kind of shook a bit. I'm like, wait a minute. Wow. I don't know how to process this new thing that you're yeah. presenting. Yeah, yeah. I've always known you as this. And it's kind of like, oh, okay. So, and it's not that they're not supportive. It's just, I think they're kind of shocked. And it's like, mm -hmm. I'm not there. Just mm -hmm. like you said, mm -hmm. I have no desire to go back. Yeah. I, I can't believe you do. Um, just like people that are employed are like, I have absolutely no desire to take on all the risk of building a business. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you do. So it's usually that place they're coming from and always consider the source. Um, I think more people than not mean very, very well, but I always say consider the source. Uh, that helps with the mental, the, the learning how to process and unpack what's being said. Mm -hmm. Now to your specific question you just asked, 
um, what were some of the things that I ran into that made me want to shift back into employment and working with a team? Um, So for me, ironically, being a life design coach, (laughs) I I think maybe because I hit so many big milestones and dreams. Um, I, when I started, I, I had a dream of writing a book and, and traveling the nation speaking and having clients worldwide and being able to work from anywhere virtually and have mm-hmm. this online brand. And I've achieved all of that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have, I've written a book. I travel all over the country. I mean, I would love, I would love to one day travel all over the nation and, you know, I'm young and I have plenty of life left ahead of me. And I'm, I mean, I know I will fulfill that. Um, but I've just, I've accomplished so many things that it started feeling like, um, that drive and motivation was starting to maybe dwindle a little bit. And now it's just kind of, I'm, I'm t- to be honest, I'm a terrible operator. Mm-hmm. Like I'm good at building something, mm. but the moment it got to a point where it's kind of like, let's just operate this structure mm. and maintain this. I'm like, I am not an operator. I'm a builder. Yeah. I'm a creator. I take risks. Um, I love to, the challenge of building something. In the moment it gets to like the sustainable place, I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Um, so some of those things, not to mention business ownership comes with a load of responsibility that being an employee does not um, necessarily put on your shoulders. There's a ton of liability. You're constantly making pretty big decisions. Um, you have to fund everything. Mm-hmm. It can be feast or famine. Um, so, you know, it, until you really, you've got to really learn how to financially budget like really, really well yeah. and learn financial finance and projections and all of these things that I'm like, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just kind of things like all the back end business operation side of things. I'm like, I don't, I don't want this anymore. And um, I desired working with a team and by a team, because people would suggest this, just hire more help. And I've, I've hired, I've hired I'll, help. I was going to bring that up actually. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let me tell you what a team is. When you are the owner and the head leader, you don't, I mean, you can mastermind in groups, but you don't have peers you're doing work together with. You are the top person and people work, you want to work they want to work with you, but you're the one signing off on what they're getting paid. Um, <laughs> like you're the one really making the decisions and then they help help you execute on that. It, it's different. A team working underneath you to help the vision is very different than having peers sure. to work together with and collaborate with and then having a leader mentor and guide you. Sure. And that's really what I was missing. Mm-hmm. It's like I miss my side-by-side peers and I miss having somebody else above me help mentor me mm-hmm. 
could be even better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, these were all these things that I realized that I really missed also working at home. Mm-hmm. Sounds really glamorous. It gets old. Um, you feel isolated and alone a lot. People don't realize that coaching and speaking are actually very, very lonely mm-hmm. jobs um, because you don't have peers to go into an office with unless you're like some huge name with lots of employees working with you. And even then, sure, leadership is lonely. Most leaders will tell you that. Um, so I just, I, was, I just needed a mental break. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to mentally just chill out, yeah. not make all the decisions, not have it all on my shoulders. I want to work with other people side by side and have someone mentor and pour into me. Um, and those are the decisions that I have made mm-hmm. and realized um, that it's time to go work for, go partner. I look at employment as partnership anyway. Go partner with a company that's doing something that you really love and believe in. Mm-hmm. And then take all the stress and weight off your shoulders of being a business owner. Yeah. Great win. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've obviously had the conversation with yourself uh, on a very deep, true-to-yourself level that you would with any of your former clients. And that's apparent to me. And, yeah, I was going to be like, well, you know, you have you tried getting assistance or anything like this? But if you've you've already obviously gone beyond that conversation you've had all those conversations before so i think it's really healthy and i just always like asking the questions because not only is it good for the people that are listening to highlight well well why should we ask these questions but i genuinely i would love to be able to help you like have you asked these questions of yourself and you have so i think it's very good that you are having these conversations these are why they are called conversations, right? The podcast is conversation number so-and-so because I want to have the conversation and I want to really highlight the importance of, of that. So you've done that. And yeah, if you're ready for a change, if you're ready for a change and you've done all of this thinking already, then absolutely have at it. And I completely understand having that, you know, like mentally being able to chill out in some respect and not have that kind of pressure on you and and be ready for a different um, level of of pressure because there's still going to be you know you're working there's still some kind of that uh, one of the things you said though I thought was really interesting and I can relate to on some level is that you were a bad operator but you're a good builder and I think back and I think I made an episode about it as well but I look back in my life and I found that I was always at the time I was frustrated because I thought every time I got good at something. I was either like when I was in the military, I got transferred to go do another role or I, in a civilian world, I got promoted and I was like, damn it, I just got good at something. I want to be good at it for a while. And I was always frustrated with that, but it took me a while to realize that that was a good thing and that meant I was doing good. But I, I see that interesting in yourself to be able to once again, being in your position, identify that within yourself and then take the next step, but actually take the next step, not just linger around and, and just be, you know, bored because <laughs> how that would be terrible you're the type of person that would go crazy i can imagine absolutely yeah and and like you said i think being super aware of who you are mm-hmm. and being very speaking of conversations having some honest conversations mm-hmm. with yourself mm-hmm. which i think is pretty scary to do to really slow down and mm-hmm. be honest like this isn't working for me 
you know, I pushed that down for about two years Wow. or pretending like it didn't exist or would talk kind of out loud and allow people to say, you're not really there. You don't really mean that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much I fully meant it until I did, (laughs) you know, so it's just that high level of awareness of, of what's working, what isn't, what is it that you do want and um, I think the hard part is a lot of people know what doesn't work for them and what they don't want. It's harder to label what they do want. Mm-hmm. And that comes with a lot of awareness, a lot of trial and error, a lot of being willing to fail and expose yourself to a lot of uncomfortable situations. That's how you get clear on what you do want. Yeah. You don't get clear on what you want playing it safe. Yeah, well, it's kind of like it reminds me of you always see people, you know, that I've seen the meme of the complaint line having 100 people in it. And then the other line where people want to say what's good it has one person in there, if anybody. And I think that's funny. And I think it's true. But I think it's very applicable to exactly what you said. It's really easy to identify. Oh, well, I don't like this. And I don't like that. But have you even taken a step back, taken a deep breath? And then you said slow down. That's awesome. And have you actually thought about what you do like in the direction you want to go? I know that I'm very guilty of moving 100 miles per hour and not having that conversation with myself. And I mean on the long-term level, like we're saying career pivots, job pivots, or whatever have you, transitions, but also on a mac- on a micro level of where we're talking about like my day-to-day operations. Like I'm for my job right now, I have many, many things to do. But do I ever just stop and think? And because just scheduling time to think is important, it can actually help you really identify, why am I doing these things? You know, why am I doing these things? And then, well, maybe this isn't important or that's not important or I like this and I like that or this works and that doesn't work. So doing that on, a uh, like I said, on a mini level is very important and on a macro level for your entire life, I think is incredibly important. I think that's a wonderful way to end this episode and it's just saturated with knowledge yet again i can't thank you enough for coming on and and just sharing your life and that's why i love these uh to have my guests come on and share about their lives and why did i not like this why did not like this why did i like this The, the emotions and the feelings of transitioning out of jobs and careers despite what the world around you is saying is very tough to deal with like we're talking about it right now and it's great it's amazing that you're able to articulate that to me in the manner that you have But I know (laughs) from personal experience, it's really hard to have that conversation, like we said, with yourself in the moment. So if you're listening to this and you are that person right now, I would highly recommend as soon as this uh, episode ends in a few minutes, you just take a step back and you have that five, 15 minutes to yourself and you really think about the things that we highlighted here and just think, am I doing what I want? Am I listening to other people? Am I listening to myself? All these things that Stephanie shared with her life, I would highly recommend you apply to your own life very honestly with yourself and be true to yourself for that. So Stephanie, thank you so much. I would love for people to be able to know where to contact you. So what's the best way to contact you? Yeah, so I will still have um, my brand. I won't be taking a client full time, but they're still, I'm still available to talk. Okay. Um, you know, after hours and stuff, feel free to connect with me. Email is the best way. Stephanie at movedbypurpose.net. I'm on social media, LinkedIn, all moved by purpose, Facebook. Um, and then my website movedbypurpose.net as well. If you want to check out what I'm up to, 
Perfect. Thank you so much. And you all will be able to see all of those on the show notes, whether you're on audio like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe and you can see the email and the website and all the good information like that. All right, Stephanie, thank you so much again for being here. It's been just, like I said, saturated with knowledge, really informative. I love when a guest is very transparent with me and shares their life with me in hopes to better other people. And honestly, we didn't even get into it that much, although that's what you're all about is helping other people. And that that's like, that's what you do. That's, that's what you've been doing for many years. And you, you've done that right now with me. So I do appreciate it and have a great rest of your night. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh.